Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 155. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. And we are here each and every week, my friends, to give you the latest in news as it relates to Apple and all things Mac and iOS. And the cool thing is, is that the show must go on. (laughs) Yes. We have a little bit of announcement. We want to let you know that um, we had to switch things up here, didn't we, Chris? Yeah, we did. There's just no way I can record on uh, Thursday morning anymore. So basically, Chris has found himself a place of gainful employment, which, by the way, I'm very happy that you have found something that, that you love to do and, and somebody's willing to pay you buku, buku bucks to do it. And, uh, and of course, you know, we recognize things that change from time to time around here as far as things for our co-host. And, and uh, with that being said, we know that you guys love the Help I Got a Mac. By the way, Chris, have you been over to GSPN Community? dot com lately check out see what's going on over there i haven't i'm terrible but i've been so busy there's a whole lot of stuff going on that uh just my time's been taken up well i'll tell you i you know what i just realized is that your audio is way off just because i was doing a community voice and i had to adjust everything so say something right now say something right now there's the that's the chris i know okay (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, basically the gspncommunity.com, it's our new online community site, and it has been amazing. We had 176 people sign up within the first two weeks, and the conversations are are just going like crazy. But the cool thing is, is that as people are signing up, there's some profile questions. And, you know, one of the first questions that you're asked is, you know, what are your favorite gspn.tv shows? And Help mm-hmm. I Got a Mac is listed time and time and time again. And oh, so, really? Yeah, it is. It's it's a favorite of a lot of people. So um, I, I just wanted to say that, you know, the potential of losing you as a co-host was like, <gasps> no. Yeah. And of course, doing this show myself, not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> well, we know how that worked out before you came along, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I came on. <laughs> that's why you came on. But uh, in fact, we're going to play one of uh, one of the calls that um, I could not answer. And so I didn't actually play the call uh, the other day when uh, Mark had an issue with uh, his, his Mac. So we're going to play his call tonight so that Chris can actually give us some Uh, good information. But we do have some new updates that are going on. And I want to share with you um, my updated experience with the Mac App Store purchase. You want me to start with that? Yeah, go for it. So I had read an article somewhere. In fact, I've seen it in several places that said that if you have already purchased iWork, you know, I, I guess it's iWork 09. Is that the latest? yes i'm pretty sure it is so iwork 09 is the latest if you've already purchased that and you go in and you've got you've got pages keynote and uh what's the other numbers if those are all installed on your system if you go in to the mac app store on that computer and you go to buy them it'll just let you download them for free it'll say you've already you already own these so there's no charge if you originally bought it on the mac app store yes 
Aha. See that now that's where it's it doesn't say that in any of the articles that I've read. Right. Okay. So I just assumed that since the Mac App Store is hooking everything up by um uh, email address, right? So it, it's 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 doing it by your Apple ID. So I bought a MacBook Air. By the way, did you know I have the MacBook Air now? Of course you do. Which one you have? <laughs> the 11 inch. Is it awesome? No, it it, it totally sucks. No, it's awesome. <laughs> it, it is the craziest thing ever. It's it's totally amazing. I, I gushed gushed all about it. Episode one fifty four. You hear me talk all about it, so I'm not going to go over it all again. But uh, okay, if you get a chance, you'll get to hear my full review in episode one fifty four. So here's the deal, though. I I have the Mac App Store on the MacBook Air, and I wanted to get Pages and Numbers and uh, Keynote. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and downloaded Numbers and Keynote because I needed those first, and I needed them right away. And about 15 minutes after they downloaded and installed on my MacBook Air, I get an email saying that, you know, $44.86 or whatever had just been charged to my PayPal account. And I'm like, what's going on here? And and not too long after that, I got an Apple Store receipt saying that, you know, here's your receipt for purchasing these two apps. And I'm like, I shouldn't be charged this. And I thought maybe it was because I did not and you know didn't initially install them on the same computer that already had them in the applications folder so i contacted i actually i I called somebody over at apple and apple said you know this is the wrong department you need to go to itunes store and then you need to go here and you need to set up an email you need to email them what happened so i emailed the the itunes app store uh app store and um guess what they did I explained to him exactly what I was talking about. I even gave him a link to the article that I was talking about and referred him back to it. And they gave me a refund of $44.86 or whatever the charge was for those two apps. Wow, that's awesome. And they said, now here's the deal. Don't ever do this again because we're not going to give you your money back anymore. Uh, just, just you know, you know, the, the all sales are final is basically what they said. And so I wrote back and I said, well, wait a second. You, the thing is, obviously, since you're giving me my money back as a refund, you're you're basically stating that, yeah, I was right, that if I already own this, you know, if I've purchased iWork separately, downloading it into the app store, you know, from the app store, it should be free. That That's what I'm assuming here. Am I correct? And so, therefore, I'm assuming, and I said, and, and in the same message back, I said, and I'm assuming that the reason why I was charged is because I didn't do it on the computer that already had, you know, this in the apps folders. Mm-hmm. And I never got a response back. And I waited two or three days, and, I, and so I didn't get anything back. I went ahead and just went to my 27-inch iMac, which is the one that has the, I, you know, the iWork in it, and I downloaded Pages, and guess what? I got charged the $19.99 plus tax again. Yeah, um, I think the, the only thing I can think here is if you've purchased it through the app store, then you're not charged. It, so if you've right. Bought, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and but why? I wonder why the guy gave me my money back. If that's the case, just he, as a good faith kind of thing, I think. Well, he didn't say that. He, the thing is, though, is his email seemed to agree that I shouldn't have been charged. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, but but then again, I will say this, and I, I'm I've, I've never would have thought this of Apple, but it did seem through the conversation that the language that was used, the the 
it, it seemed to be somebody who was not where English was not their na- native language. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was very yeah. it, his his grammar was very broken. And so I think there was a quite a bit lost in translation between what I was saying and what he probably was understanding. And so my thinking is that maybe he felt as though I had purchased these through the Mac App Store and I actually got charged a second time. Oh. But the thing is, he had, he had access to my ID and... Yeah, it should be in your ID. But I don't know. They gave me a credit back, but I, I don't think I'm going to apply for the credit for the $20. You know, I, I would have actually want, I would have actually paid the $20 a piece to put it on my MacBook Air. Uh, and I'm just happy, I guess, in the end that, you know, all three apps cost me a total of 20 bucks instead of 60 and And I'm just going to count that as a win. But for those of you out there who are thinking that if you already own iWork, that you can just now download it on all of them. That's not the case. You actually have to buy the iWork apps at least once in the Mac store before you can then start installing them on all of them. Right, right. Alrighty. Well, I just wanted to share my experience. Okay. <laughs> Still, I'm, I'm a happy camper. And I do love, I love the idea that any apps that I do buy in the, per, in the future, um, that I can actually get them, you know, on all my machines. The only thing I will say that this has done, Chris, is it's make me it's made me a little apprehensive of buying some, you know, lesser known third party applications. Like, for yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how long it will be before, like, let's say text expander is available in the Mac store or uh, well, for example, pixel is another one. Pixel is something I paid a whole lot more than what they're charging pixel for. Uh, back when you know when I bought it, and I've got Pixelmator here, but you know it, it's like twenty bucks in the Mac App Store, and so I'd love to do that. So these applications, you know, these ones that are you know twenty, thirty, forty, fifty bucks, I'm I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to buy it because there's a good chance that maybe within the next twelve months or six months they're going to add themselves to the Mac App Store, and then I I could have it on all of my computers instead of just one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the licensing is a little different. A lot different. I mean, the fact that you can buy it once and install it on all your Macs, especially when you get into you know a situation where you're like me, and now I've got four Macs in this house. Right, exactly. So that's you huge money. Big time money. <laughs> and the cool thing about it is is literally um, my MacBook Air, it is, dev- I mean, it's just like working on my 27-inch because all the applications that I use on my 27 inch are now functioning and are there uh, on my MacBook Air with Dropbox and LastPass and and all of the you know the bookmark syncing. I mean, it's it's like I can go from one computer to the other and it's like no big deal. Yeah, it's awesome. It is awesome. Ma- being a being a Mac fanboy is is becoming uh, I, it's fun. <sighs> Welcome to the club. I know, I know. Samsung Galaxy Tab sales. Tell us about it. Yeah, the, uh, a while ago, a few weeks ago or whatever, uh, came out that uh, Galaxy Tab apparently said that they sold 2 million, right? Is that it's what they awesome. said? pretty awesome. Yeah, the Galaxy, uh, Samsung reported that it had sold in the fourth quarter of, two, of last year uh, was 2 million, but those weren't actually sales to consumers, but simply sales to distributors. Even more surprising... Uh, Samsung's Lee Young Hee further explained on an earnings call Friday that the so-called sellout sales to customers were actually, quote, quite small, but she wouldn't provide a specific number. 
So uh, she later noted that while the sellout wasn't as fast as we expected, Samsung still believes that sales to consumers were quite okay. And that's quite optimistic about 2011. I don't know about you. I've never seen a Samsung Galaxy Tab out in the wild. I've seen them in the store, but I've never seen anybody with one in their hand. I've seen plenty of Kindles and plenty of iPads, but no Galaxy Tabs. I have not seen a Galaxy Tab at all. They're like unicorns. I think maybe I did see one sitting at Best Buy on the shelf. They had that some, doesn't count, though. They had they had some tablets there, but they they all looked very unimpressive. Yeah, they, they, those actually do look like big phones. Yeah, they do. You know. Yeah. So yeah, so little so, little so, fudging with the numbers there. Well, I, I guess I mean, did they sell? They sold two million. They just they're still sitting on shelves somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I I think it's fair enough to say that they sold two million. That that they had interest in two million million of their devices, at least from the retailers. Yeah, it's true. So I don't know. All right, tell us about Verizon. Yeah, Verizon has turned on the pre-order countdown. Uh, so if you're an existing Verizon customer who's been waiting patiently for the iPhone, you can pre-order the iPhone on February 3rd at 3 a.m. I don't know why at 3 a.m., but it's 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So yeah, so yeah. those people who uh, can't wait a few more months until the iPhone 5 will probably come out in June can get the iPhone 4. I would assume that you know that's, that's midnight uh, Pacific time, right? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder if it's kind of like, you know, that's what they're looking for is is the Pacific people. Good call. Yeah. All righty. The new daily iPad uh, application for news. Are you interested in that at all? Uh, I don't know. I got Flipboard and I got uh, Pulse. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to see. Oh, I got the USA Today app, which actually is really good and it's free. Um, USA Today is free? Yeah. It's a great app for the iPad. Wait a second. For how long, though? It's ever since the iPad's launched, so over a year now. Really? Yeah. So so they don't have plans currently that you're aware of that that they're going to start charging you for that? Is it the same information you can get on the USA Today paper? Most of it. It, it, There's sections. There's the life section, sports, tech, and then the normal headlines. And then you can also do crossword puzzles too. So that's USA Today. Now, is that is it a good? I mean, is the format nice and readable? It looks like a digital paper. It's awesome. Huh. There's video and everything in it. It's great. USA Today. I am going to go download that. Download that application. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the daily is going to launch. It's going to be the uh, the the daily iPad formatted paper from Rupert Murdoch uh, from News Corp. Uh, and it's going to cost the reportedly going to cost a dollar a week, which actually isn't too bad. Fifty-two bucks for a year, if it's got a compelling content and it's really, really formatted, cool and stuff. You know, the jury's going to be out. I'm, I'm going to have to see it. But uh, you know, I, I love having, I love using my iPad as a newspaper type reading device. I think it's super cool. It makes me feel like I'm living in the future. And if if they do a fi- if they find a way to push the content, so it's kind of like the Kindle where it's it's there waiting for me. I don't know. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I I I kind of I kind of like the idea of having you know professionally edited news. You know, that's one of the things I kind of uh, miss is is some of the more professional stuff. You know, Mashable is the closest thing that I'm reading on a daily basis that that you know comes close to you know taking some time to really write things out. I don't really care for blogs a whole lot. 
I, I prefer to listen to audio podcasts, but uh, yeah, I, I, I did not know that USA, you know what, I just, I think I installed the USA Today a long time ago. I think I think I had the opinion that they were going to start charging for it, so I didn't want to get used to it, and so I never did uh, stay on to that. So I haven't seen it seen them any indication they're going to start charging for it yet. So when is the daily coming out? Probably in a week or two. Okay, so it's not available yet. Not yet. Okay. Interesting. So it's pretty cool. All right. And then that Verizon iPhone uh, hotspot, you're uh, looking at another, what, $20 a month if you want to add that on? Yeah, you know, everybody's talking about how awesome and magical and unicorn kisses and and stuff uh, Verizon is. Yeah, it's going to cost you an extra $20 a month, just like it would if you were on AT&T. But it is the personal hotspot, so... Which the phone can do built in. Well, I'm just saying that AT&T charges $20 a month extra for tethering, just in general, so... Well, see, tethering is not appealing to me at all. Right. But high, Wi-Fi hotspot, very, I would pay $20 a month for it. Yeah. I think I would because I have the Virgin Mobile MiFi and I have the unlimited plan on my iPhone. So, yeah, I'd pay $20 a month in a heartbeat to mm-hmm. be able to do it right from my iPhone and not have that extra device with me. Okay. I still feel like I'm paying for my data twice, especially if it's, if it's capped, you know, we've well, you, talked about this time and time again, you know? Um, yeah. If it's capped, I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. But if you think about the fact that it's not available, to, the options not there if you don't pay. And if you do pay, it's $20. I, I, I'm starting to come down on that. Uh, mm. to, to, you know, cause right now, you know, let's just say, okay, it's like you don't you don't feel like it's worth twenty dollars. Okay, we don't give you the option at all. How's that? So that so there are two options. Number one, you don't have the option, or number two, you pay twenty dollars a month. But then, of course, I know that there's jailbroken option, and and of course, with that comes its own. You know, yeah. See, I'm already paying for the two gigs of data though. So what's the what's the difference if I use it? with my computer or use it with just my phone it's still two gigs is two gigs yeah i i I know what you're saying (laughs) i know what you're saying but it's two gigs for your phone is what you're paying for that that is your license agreement you're when you decide to sign on with at&t you make an agreement you're paying this amount of money for two gigabytes of data for use on your phone yeah that's what you signed right it's like, well, sure. so, so that, I mean, it all comes down to what you agree to. And of course, you know, we all know how, how closely we read all those things that we agree to. Right. Right. But no, I, I get it. The, the thing is though, is I don't want, I, I'm tired of jailbreaking my phone. You know, I, I, I oh yeah, I, I completely understand. You know, I, 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 I did jailbreak my phone before the latest version. I, when the HDR came out and when, um, the, what was the other one that the game center and all that stuff, when all that stuff came out, I did not upgrade. I stayed jailbroken for the longest time. Um, but I can't remember what it was, but something, uh, so they released something that really was compelling to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, find my iPhone. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. F- find my iPhone got me to unjailbreak my phone. And when that became available, I'm I'm now unjailbroken. Could I jailbreak my phone again? Absolutely. Do I want to go through that trouble again? Not really. Yeah, it's a pain. And I, you know what? There hasn't been any 
I haven't ran in a whole lot of scenar- scenarios where it's like I needed uh, I need to tether my phone well, to see, my computer. It, see, the thing is, I, tethering. See, you're using the word tethering, and I'm I'm using what you know, turning my phone into a wi- Wi-Fi hotspot. Right, right, yeah. Which I guess with my iPad would be handy. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. When, there, well, and you know, now not only just with my iPad, but. You know, I've got a Kindle that goes with me a lot of places. What if I'm out somewhere? It's like, oh, man, somebody just told me about a book. I'm, it's like, I'm going to go get the sample of that book right now. Of course, mm-hmm. I can do that. You know what? That Okay, that's un, that's not all that interesting because I can actually go to the Kindle store on my iPhone and have that wirelessly sent. But the thing is, though, is I'd have to wait until I'm at a Wi-Fi to actually get it on the Kindle. See, right. there are times when just having a Wi-Fi hotspot that I can turn on at any moment in time. And like, for example, today, we actually, we went to one place that for lunch and they didn't have Wi-Fi. And I'm like, let's go someplace else for lunch uh, because I wanted to be able to use my MacBook Air to uh, edit a Google Doc and, and do some searching on the web while we were doing our business meeting today. Mm-hmm. And I would have done that on my Virgin Mobile MiFi device, but I let Andy Traub, the co-host of Business Tech Weekly, borrow my MiFi while he's out on a business trip. So I don't have, I didn't have that, and I'm like, man, it would be nice. And the other ex- example is um, when I I use QuickBooks online, right? Yeah. So, so I use QuickBooks online, and I'm I go in to do taxes at my CPA's office. Now he's got a Wi-Fi signal there but it's encrypted and it's not something he's you know giving out his password to everybody for but man he's asking me to run reports it's like hey let's drill down on the detail of this 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 and this and with my macbook air in my pocket in my hand in your pocket (laughs) in in my pocket exactly with my macbook air in my hand i can actually sit there and sign into to uh, if i have internet connectivity i can sign right into my quickbooks online account and of course you know i you know it for me carrying around the Virgin Mobile MiFi and paying occasionally when I need it $40 a month to have that ability to have that internet everywhere I go has been worth it. And of course, you know, I love the fact that that's not on a contract. And when I'm not in need of it over the next 30 days, I don't pay that. And it just sits there unused without me having to pay anything for it. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is if I can actually go ahead and for $20 a month, half the cost of the MiFi, for $25, for $20 a month, if I can at any moment in time I want go into my settings, turn on the MiFi connectivity, and then all of a sudden connect my devices. It's not that easy, though. You've got to call AT&T and get it all set up and all that junk. Really? Yeah, yeah. You just can't go in there and turn it on and say, I agree to pay $20 and do it. No, no, no. I know that. I mean, it has to be a service that you have. But but once that service is on, you can turn the MiFi hotspot on and off to save battery life. Well, I know. I know. But the, well, the nice thing about the, the, the Virgin thing is you just when you know you're going to use it, you just re up and you're done. Yeah, I know. No, I understand that with, with exactly the Virgin Mobile MiFi. I have the ability. It's, it's no contract. I don't have to call and get it turned on and turned off. With with AT and T, I recognize that man. I'm going to be adding this as a monthly service. If I want to ever stop it, I need to call it and turn it off. Just like like if I wanted to stop my unlimited family text plan, I'd have to call and have them turn it off. So now, did you step down from your unlimited to two gig? No, I am still on my unlimited plan. Okay, because you have to get rid of that. Oh, you're forced to. Oh yeah. See, I've heard that 
uh, AT&T unofficially. It's not, it's not anywhere. They won't comment on it. But if you complain about that, they'll let you keep your um, unlimited plan or even roll back to it if, you've, if you did switch. I read that if you roll back to it, though, you lose tethering. Really? See, this is so stupid. Yeah, it's one or the other. Man, these idiots. When are they, <laughs> they going to learn? I just jailbreak my phone again. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I'll just stick with... I'll, if they're going to be like that, you know what? That's fine. You, I'll keep my $20 a month, and I'll just randomly use my $40 here and there with my Mer- Virgin Mobile MiFi. You know, that's fine. I, I was just now giving them an argument on why I would not mind paying them $20 a month and having that be a you know a, just a recurring payment that I'm just going to commit myself to. And yeah. if, if they're going to make me get rid of my unlimited... You know, it's just frustrating. I agree. Erg. Help, I got a Mac. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, so anything else happening in the world of Apple lately? I, I guess you heard, uh, I, I, I don't know if you... Steve's on medical leave. Yeah, Steve's on medical leave. Um, any? Do you have any feelings about whether or not he's going to come back? Uh, I don't think he's going to come back. I don't think so either. But, uh, you know, I think the, the company's in good hands, man. You got Tim Cook, who's awesome. You got Johnny Ive, who isn't going anywhere. You got Schiller. You know, say what you want about Schiller. He, he, he does pretty good on, you know, demos. It, it's, they've been rolling out these guys. So there's, there's not just Steve. Now there's like Scott Forstall, who's head of iOS, who's a rock star. You know, you, you got these people that people know. And I think... Um, you know, they they all know what Steve would do. That's kind of like the mantra now. You know, what w- you know when they're working on something, they're thinking in the back of their mind, okay, would Steve like this? Would Steve not like this? And Steve is still going to be involved to, on the big decisions. He's just not handling day to day, and that could continue from from now on. You know, until he decides whatever he's going to do. You know, he, he can still look at something and go, yay or nay. Here's what sucks. Here's what's awesome about it, and and that's all they need to do. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm I'm a little concerned about what they might do without the direction um, if if he doesn't come back personally. But I don't think it'll be something that's immediately felt. I, I believe that you know the iPad has been something that's been in the work for how many years? Did they say? Did we did we ever hear officially? since before the iPhone? Yeah. So like 2004. Yeah. So I mean, I I have no doubt that what's going to be announced from Apple in three years from now is already in the works. Right. And and Steve's hands have been all over that. His fingerprints will be all over that. But in five years from now, I don't know what I think about Apple. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I, all I know is that I do love what I have today. And I just pray and hope that it continues to be awesome. So, yeah, indeed. Very exactly. cool. All right. Well, let's go to Mark because Mark has uh, been extremely frustrated by his local apps or Mac store. And uh, here's his message. See if Chris can help him out. Hey, this is Mark from Hot Springs, Arkansas, calling in for help. I got a Mac. Um, thanks, Apple, for hosing up my MacBook Pro uh, with the latest uh, OS software release uh, with the Mac store. Completely um, shut my whole MacBook down. Finally got the thing to boot. Um, but now really nothing will run. I can sometimes connect via airport, uh, but can't connect via Ethernet. 
Anyway, and plus that, my uh, CD drive is also hosed. It will not take discs or anything. So I'm looking for a solution to um, be able to downgrade, I guess maybe with it back to uh, 10.65 or 10.64 and be able to reboot. And I'm thinking maybe a time machine backup. Uh, but anyway, wanted some guidance and look forward to the answer. Thanks, guys. All right, Chris. Now, I am not a Mac expert like you are, but it sounds to me I've not heard anybody have any of the issues that he's talking about with 10.6.6. Yeah, uh, I don't, me either. I think, if anything, it, it may have brought to the surface an underlying issue. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's anywhere near a, an Apple store, but yeah, I would definitely go to a Genius Bar. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's probably one of those things that they'll they'll run some kind of diagnostic or, or, or disk utility on it, and it'll, it'll fix it. Um. But the fact that his drive is not working, that's weird. What I would try if I were him is put in his restore CD mm-hmm. or DVD that came with it, turn off the computer or reboot the computer, hold down the C key, and that'll boot off the drive, off the disk drive, the, the optical drive. And then you know it'll act like you're going to restore a new version of the OS. Don't do that. Go up to utilities and go to disk utility up in the menu and then run repair disk. That might fix his issues. If not, I would definitely uh, go to a a Genius Bar or your authorized Apple service center and have them look at it. Um, Yeah, I I haven't heard of 10.6.6 causing any kind of issues that bad. No. Now, I will say this. The the App Store is in beta, um, and I have noticed that it's a little buggy. It's a little buggy, but I mean, any kind of bugginess that I've had, it's all been limited and, and kind of isolated and quarantined off into issues, you know, happenings inside of the App Store app. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it affect anything else. Yeah, me either. Hey, uh, got a new program somebody told me about I'll share with you. Um, it is called Omni Dazzle. Have you ever heard of this software? I have not. Uh, I guess, um, have you ever heard of Omni Group? They do this thing called Omni Focus. I use Omni Graffle. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, let's take a look here. Um, uh, I see, okay, there's Omni Graffle. Uh, it's the same company, but it's, uh, if you go to products, if you go to, if you go to omnigroup.com and I see their Omni Graffle for the iPad, uh, which that looks pretty cool. Is that a, what is that? I, I use the one for PC or for Mac. I'll do you. It, it's it, a, uh, I use a do wireframes and stuff like that. It's okay. kind of like Vizio. If you remember Vizio for Windows. Mm-mm. But uh, it, it, it looks cool. Um, anyway, Omni Dazzle is, a, it's a, fr- by the way, it is a free product that they have. And you download it and it turns, it gives you the ability to draw on your screen anywhere on any application. Uh, so, for example, and, and this is, uh, there are a couple places where I think this could be useful. And for me, where it's going to be very useful is let's just say I'm doing GoToMeeting with you, Chris, and we're yes. looking at a website together. And instead of saying, now look over here on the right hand side, do you see where this, where the, you know, where it says this? And they're like, no, I don't see that. No. Okay. So do you see where it says this? Yes. Okay. Right below that. Do you see where it says that? Oh yeah. Okay. I see that. Okay. So right where it says that over to the right, do you see over here over to the right where it's this? It's like, (laughs) and, and of course I'm trying to point with my mouse, but they're not seeing my mouse pointer all that well and all that stuff. Well, this does away with that. I just hit control two 
and I can literally just start. It's almost as though I'm taking like a a high a mark, you know, a dry erase marker, and I'm drawing on the screen, and they're actually seeing it. And it and it just it basically it's it's as though I'm just writing on the glass of my Mac. And the that's co- cool. So so that's cool, and and so it helps me if I'm doing screen shares. But have you ever like somebody's like, oh, I just don't know where to do that on the screen and you want to share in maybe in the form you want to take a screen grab? Well, in the past, what I've had to do is I had to actually go in and do, um, you know, what is that uh, control command shift three or command shift four to do like a screen grab. And then I would open it up in Photoshop and then I would actually draw on it and say and point an arrow and say, here it is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, I don't need to do that. I don't even need Photoshop to do that anymore because now I would just do, uh, I would hit control two. I would circle what I want to circle and draw an arrow and I can just write the word here, you know, or press here. And then it's on the screen and then I I clear my pen, but it it keeps all the writing on the screen. And then I do a screen grab of just that area Mm -hmm. and just upload the picture so it cuts the need to open up photoshop to do all the handwriting and stuff that's cool so this is a free program my friend pat flynn told me about it and i am very very excited about it awesome omni dazzle cool hey what else are you doing on your mac or uh, on your ipad or iphone anything fun and exciting that you've been playing around with uh let me pull up my iphone here you know what? What? I did download an app the other day. Tell me about it. It is called. Let me pull it up here real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, hold on. Sure. Well, while you're pulling that up, I got one I'll tell you about. I was looking for an, uh, a game uh, to play with because I'm a little upset that Angry Birds has ran out of boards for me to play with. Uh, but I found mx mayhem it's like a little uh uh motorcycle uh game that works with you know the accelerometer where Mm -hmm. you have to lean to the right or uh to the left for leaning forward and backwards and you're going up and down hills and trying to get around obstacles and stuff it's a lot of fun little buggy though on my iphone 4 sometimes i'll have to actually it'll start kicking me out halfway through a a level and I'll have to reset the phone to get it to stop doing that because I think it's got some memory leak issues but still it's been fun enough and I think it's 99 cents and uh, I've really been enjoying it well I uh, I downloaded an app the other day and uh, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna freak out when I tell you what this app was called it is called hello baby it's for the iPad uh, nice. it's made by it's made by Pampers and uh, what's cool about it is that if you're expecting, yes, uh, you put in your due date, uh huh, and you get to see like how far along your baby is. Yeah, and why would why would Chris want to know this? <laughs> because in August I'm going to be a dad. Congratulations! Thank you. Wow. Or I'm September. I'm sorry, September. I did not know this. When did you guys find out? Uh, a few weeks ago. Wow, have you not told me, or or I have I... not told. I'm, we're telling people now, but it's oh, been wow. under wraps. So yeah, that is awesome. So it's a very very cool app. Very cool. There's, there's a free version and there's a version. I think it's like a buck or two. That and, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. You can like spin the fetus around and spin see it. the fetus around. <laughs> 
that. See what it looks like. So yeah, that's the app that I've downloaded recently that is pretty cool. Well, that that is so exciting. I'm so, I'm so happy for you guys. Thank you. Are you nervous yet? Terrified. Terrified. You should be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It was a complete surprise. That is awesome. So. That is awesome. So Yeah, so that's my app of the week. We have the t- we have the title for the episode. Guess who's going to be a daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy? That's who's your daddy? <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That is another episode of Help I Got a Mac Friends. I'm going to click a button here and it's going to start our music. Which, by the way, I'm back to using my iPad for my music buttons again, using the SoundBite application. Oh, okay. So uh, that's pretty cool. What else was I going to share with you? I, I think... I don't know. There, I, I, I feel like I'm missing something that I wanted to tell you about, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think things are going great as far as Apple is related in this household. I'm, I'm a completely 100% satisfied Apple user. Good. Completely. As you should be. As I should be. Folks, you can give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline at 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number one more time, 859-795-4067. Give us a call with your questions. Are you a brand new Mac user? Do you have questions about how to do certain things? Then uh, give us a call and uh, we'll try to help you out. And of course, if you also have some applications that you found that you are absolutely in love with and you want to tell the world about it, give us a call there as well. Of course, you can always uh, record a voice memo on your iPhone or uh, any other piece of software that you have that records audio. You can email an audio attachment to feedback at gspn.tv and we'd play your uh, feedback that way as well. We're going to be recording this show on Monday evenings, but releasing it on Thursdays, I guess. Yes. Hmm. So if something big happens between now and Thursday and we don't announce it, I apologize. I wonder. I wonder. Should should we just go ahead and release Help I Got a Mac right after we record, maybe on Tuesday? Surprise, everybody. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Let me think about that one. Okay. I, you know what? I think I think I will because that way it gets it out there right after we record it, and that way it's not old news when we actually share things. Exactly. So we'll put it out Tuesdays, but maybe I'll still replay on Thursday, kind of like for the people that come live and haven't listened. I don't know. Ah, we'll figure it out. Anyway, I'll tell you what. I do know this, though. We'll record Monday nights, and it'll be put online Tuesday sometime during the day. Sounds good. Sounds good. Chris, congratulations again, Daddy. Thanks. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Until next time, folks, join the community. Bye.